Consistently one of the hottest topics in franchise development. Stick around for this one. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Just can't stop talking about it, and that's lead generation. So we're going to talk today about five lead generation strategies you're probably not doing, but you should. So let me bring up a screen here for you. Um, so what we want to talk about, again, is uh, is strategies that you might not be doing. Uh, in our course, uh, Franchise Sales Accelerator course, which is all about lead generation and tons and tons of sales skills training videos, uh, one of the areas we talk about is how many lead generation strategies are there actually. And I think that there are at least 13. We train 13. And I want to tell you why I know you're not doing some of these strategies. Well, that's because I coach and I train franchise development people, brokers, affiliates, consultants, whatever title you like to use. I coach them. I train them. I talk to them every single week and I know people are not doing it. And yet I see people starving because they're not generating enough leads or they're going broke because all they do is buy leads and they sit around in their office waiting for these leads to come in and waiting for somebody else to supply them or waiting for leads to return their calls. So I know you're not doing a lot of these and I want to start to share more of them. So you need to use multiple lead generation sources. One of my very first and more successful uh, group coaching clients that I had uh, was a consultant, one of the top five or six consulting organizations. Uh, the only thing he did was buy leads. He had two sources. He bought his leads and he went for 16 months without making a sale. He bought over a thousand leads and no sales. I worked with him initially on what I call situational sales coaching. I just focused on what was in his pipeline and how could I help him close some deals. In six to seven weeks, he had his first sale ever. And in another seven or eight weeks, he closed his second deal. So in a total of about four and a half to five months, he closed two deals. And in 16, he had not closed any. After that, we started working on lead generation, which is the topic today. And he started to use multiple lead generation sources. So one lead source it makes you highly vulnerable. It makes your business highly vulnerable. I can tell you what happens, particularly with those of you who are just purchasing leads, what happens is you have a source or if you're using more than one, you have one or one of them go kind of sour. Well, and you don't even realize that, you know, the first month that happens, uh, you go, oh, well, you know, they've been really consistent. I I'll stick with these guys for a while. And then the second month that happens again and you call them. And so you so you finally start start interacting with them and go, hey, what's going up? And they say, well, we'll, we'll do this and this and this and this, and, and we'll get some things right. And we'll, we'll start to get you the amount of leads you need again. So you trust them again a third month to do that, and odds are they're not going to be able to do it. 
And so what happens now is you go, I need to make a change. Well, it's going to take you another four to probably six weeks to get somebody else in place and producing leads. So you just now lost about four to five months of business. Because if you're not getting a consistent flow of leads, all depends on your conversion rate, but odds are if you're not getting a strong flow of leads, you're not closing the type of business at the levels that you want to coach. So again, simultaneously running more than one lead generating strategy is going to give you this consistent flow of leads. And there are more sources than just purchasing leads. Um, you have two things that you can invest. You have your finances, your money, which is the tendency of most people to do that in this business. Why? Because honestly, I think you just don't want to do some of the hard work that's necessary at a minimum to get started. And the other thing that you have that you can invest is your time. So we teach 13 strategies that leverage either your money, uh, money and a little bit of time, a uh, little bit of money and a lot of time. And, and that's the balance I think you want to have in order to, at a minimum, your first year in this business. So here's all 13 of the lead generating strategies. I'm going to get it off real quick so you can't take a snapshot of it. No, just kidding. You could go ahead and take a screenshot of it. Go ahead and pull out your, your mobile phones and uh, your cameras on your phones and, and take this screenshot. Uh, the key is, again, as you look through these, you're going to see ones that cost money and time, mostly your time, mostly your money but you need to select several of them uh, for the first year to two years in order to establish your business and to make six figures, make some money. The ones I'm going to talk about that you're not doing uh, uh, are these the following ones. A friends and family business launch. You know, if you're in the business, if you're in this business, if you're watching and you're, you're in the business less than six months, uh, you can still do this. Why do you want to do friends and family? Uh, well, you do friends and family because you want to have smiling faces. You 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 want to you want to be relaxed. You, know, you want to do it in an environment where if you make a mistake, uh, nobody's going to care. You want to do friends and family because these are also people that want to see you successful, and uh, they're going to be an early on potential referral source to you if they know what you're doing. Uh, so they want to, you could celebrate with them. They want to see you do well and they're potentially can refer business to you. It's also a great opportunity just to practice talking about what you do. Uh, and again, if you're in the business, particularly if you're in the business uh, uh, for the less than uh, three to four months, it's really a great way to launch. It's to make a splash, make a big deal, uh, have a celebration. And you can do these in person or you can do these via Zoom. Um, since so much is now back in person and a lot of your friends and families are probably local, uh, in person is a great way to do it. Uh, someone said to me the other day, well, most of my professional contacts and my friends are all over the country. Well, then do it by Zoom. Uh, whatever works for you, but do it. Another strategy that I know, this one was given to me by a, a, a very dear friend of mine, my first sales manager, as well as a gentleman who had gone into business for himself 10 or 12 years prior than I did. 
And he said, just tell everybody that you know what you're doing. It's kind of a spinoff of the first one in a, in a little bit of a way. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's simply, again, giving you practice at saying what you do, uh, explaining what you do, smoothing that out so that when you get in front of real business, real leads, uh, you've got something to really uh, uh, talk to them about in, in a professional and a smooth and a confident way. So it's great practice. And at the end of the day, you really don't know who, who knows who. Uh, is a phrase I've used for years. You 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 want uh, uh, you want to help people. You want to pour into people. And if you hide or hold back what you do, you just never know who might know someone that they can uh, they can send your way. So I have kind of a one minute statement and a three minute statement. Don't try to sell the people you're talking to. I you know I had one. Uh, a neighbor of mine that for whatever reason, he thought I was always going to try to sell him a franchise. And I really had uh, no interest in, in doing that. Uh, he actually did look at franchising uh, without my help. He was looking at just crazy things. He was a, um, a Fortune 500 CFO, worked a lot in the real estate. It was a, it was a retail type business. Uh, and so he thought, well, I'll look at a I'll look at a, uh, a convenience store because it's retail and it's food, which is the space he was in. And I said, and his name's not not Hank, but we'll just protect the innocent. Uh, we'll say Hank. I said, Hank, you know, uh, what's going to happen on, on uh, New Year's Eve when you and Betty are going to the country club for New Year's Eve dinner and celebrations and you get a phone call that Susie didn't show up for her shift? and Bobby needs to go. Uh, you're going to be the one that has to go do that. And, and I also said, you know, the, these, these businesses are open 24-7. You know, really? You're a nine-to-five kind of guy. Uh, so, um, so anyway, um, just, just tell everybody you know. It, it just will help you get good at talking about what you're doing, particularly if you're a broker or a consultant. I am shocked after 23 years in this industry, I, I'm still to this day shocked that people don't know what we do. They don't even know we're out there. So by simply telling all of the people that you know what you do, you'll have the opportunity to spread the word and uh, to get more people out in your area, out in your circles, knowing that you are there and that it's a it's you know really an awesome profession uh, to help people in the business for themselves. Another one I wanted to talk about is simply strategic alliances, special strategic relationships. It's kind of a referral, but it's really a different different than a general referral. So I would say, ask yourself, who knows about the financial, the business, the money affairs of people? And those are great referral sources in this kind of a relationship. And the, the, these are strategic uh, relationships that you can build. Uh, so who are they? They're going to be like the financial planners. They're going to be accountants. Uh, they can be attorneys. One of my favorite ones uh, that's worked really, really well for me has been estate planning attorneys, people that that um, that knew of, of uh, people changing careers, selling businesses, 
looking for another venture to get involved in. Um, mergers and acquisitions. Again, here's another one. Somebody that knows uh, people's affairs, know that their businesses are selling, knowing that they want to buy businesses. So all. So again, the key question is, who knows about people's finances? Who knows about people's business affairs? Who knows about people's money? These are the type of people that you want to create uh, strategic uh, relationships with. Now, this is one that I have seen used very, very effectively uh, in the coaching and consulting space, uh, and that is to join your local chamber. And it can also connect with another strategy that I'm going to share for you with you. But uh, in there are business owners, but surprisingly, uh, in there are the uh, employees of larger companies. And, and I know that that. Um, their employees, uh, you know, a certain percentage of people, particularly ones that may be bouncing out of or, or involved in industries that are struggling, that are cutting back. You know, I just had a friend of ours uh, in the healthcare space, the health insurance space, uh, have their whole, have 90% of their department outsourced over to India. And so, um, uh, you know, if you're in, these people are going to chamber mixers. These people are going to training events that are put on by the Chamber of Commerce. You also have business owners uh, from time to time who might be looking for a second venture or, again, maybe contemplating selling what they're involved in and getting into something else. So Chambers of Commerce have your target markets there. Um, it always blows my mind to be driving by uh, down the road and see a new franchise open and realize that I didn't. Uh, sell that one, or I didn't make that placement. So franchises are opening in your area all the time. I'm sure you see them and you want to be known in your community as the one who can help those people into those ventures. You want to be the go-to person, in other words, uh, for, for business acquisitions, for uh, what's trending in business, for what's hot. Now, this is one of those strategies that is more time commitment than, than uh, finances. Several hundred dollars to join a chamber of commerce. Uh, typically, their events are free or maybe you know $20 to go to an event. Uh, so this is going to take your time. You need to work it. Don't just, I've heard this constantly because I've been so active in chambers of commerce uh, in my area. Uh, and I've talked to new members. Uh, I was on a committee for a couple of years where we were talking to the new members and, and the ones that continued to renew their memberships were ones that got involved, committed their time in addition to buying their uh, membership. So this is going to take your time. You need to do it. Now, you can also link this with and see if it's the next one or the one after. Nope. Uh, let me go this way. Nope. Sorry. You could link this to a seminar concept. <clears throat> as you go to mixers, as you go to events that the chamber puts on, you want to have available a webinar or a seminar, an upcoming webinar or seminar, two to three weeks after the event or around the time of the event. And why is that? Because when you talk at the event, you want to talk to as many people as you can you can meet in the hour and a half or two hours of the event. 
And when you find a prospect, when someone shows interest, yeah, you know, I've thought about owning my business before, but I just didn't have the time to investigate it or I just didn't know what to look for. Guess what? Harry, I'm having a webinar on exactly that subject. It's coming up here in just two weeks. Here's a flyer on it, or here's a card on it, or here on my card, take a snapshot of my QR code and register for it. It's no cost. It's exactly the kind of thing you're going to want to look at. Uh, you're going to want to uh, investigate. Same thing with a business owner. You you come up with it. You find a business owner who's looking to get into another venture, or he says, I just and I really just sold my business and I'm looking, I'm, I'm pursuing new businesses to buy. John, you know, this is a great opportunity. I can't believe it. But just, you know, two weeks from now, I'm running this webinar on exactly that. Here's what I do. So you can tie this Chamber of Commerce membership very effectively to your seminar or webinar um, membership or, pardon me, strategy. Okay, um, well, let's get that off of there. Sorry, folks. Okay, here we go. The next one I want to talk about is local networking groups. Um, what I find is that uh, these, again, a little bit different than a chamber, but um, these are people that are going to be in your area. If you don't know much about them, it's a local group These, ne these uh, of, of typically business owners, uh, can be of salespeople. These are people that, join a local membership group so that they can make referrals to each other. It's sort of like a, a set of eyes and ears. It's almost like a de facto sales department for you. You teach them by meeting with them on a regular basis. You teach them about your business. But then as they're going out about business, they're now listening to, uh, to what's going on in their circles and they can see opportunities that could be good for you and your business and vice versa, obviously. So, uh, so this is another really good group because again, when I think about how many franchise consultants uh, in particular are not working their local market and yet people in their local markets are opening franchises, this is a great way to become known as the business go-to person uh, for buying businesses and, and uh, for business information about what's going on for franchising information. So again, as you meet with these people, they become friends, you become colleagues, uh, they wanna help see you successful, they'll make referrals to you. And again, it's a very comfortable, safe environment. You can be yourself, you can explain what you do. Uh, uh, and, and again, it's gonna be a very natural relationship where they will pass you uh, referrals that are gonna turn into good uh, business opportunities for you. So that's it. Here's all the strategies. There's five that are the ones you're not doing. Uh, I encourage you to do more lead generation. It's the backbone of your business. Invest your time in some of these lead generation strategies. It's not all about spending money and, and just don't be lazy anymore. Don't try to go what you think is the easy way, which is which is just to go buy leads. You know, make the effort, particularly if you're in this business less than two years, 
you've got to use multiple lead generation strategies and you've got to get out of your chair, out of your office. You've got to do more than click the button to pay for more leads.